sign fuck. Well, uh, I'd like to thank you guys for meeting me here today. As you know, we're uh, in the process of arbitrating Robert's contract because we couldn't reach a settlement. That's true. This is the last. This is the last episode on the contract. You know, my added stipulation of belly scritches. I just didn't work out in the negotiation process. I'm sorry. I just can't. It's just a ridiculous demand. And thank you for mediating, arbitrating, Malcolm. I really appreciate you being here on behalf of the uh, sign fuck podcasters association i just don't think belly scratches are a bridge too far i mean i am i being unreasonable no i don't think i am am i very funny and handsome and a valuable to the sign fuck brand of course i am who could argue against that and uh well it, it's very nice that you want these things for yourself obviously we support you in this decision it's just it's going to take away from the time i spend fingering your ass <laughs> what is happening <laughs> <laughs> this is just the, the, a condensed version of the sag or the screen actors go <laughs> what are they doing we thought it was about wages or residuals <laughs> it's really just like an executive who wants his balls stickled <laughs> I, you know, Robert, I think that the ass finger is something that goes on outside the parameters of the contract. I don't think the actors wanted or asked for it. Contract schmontrack. I mean, everyone's got to pay to play, don't they? I'm so <laughs> hungry. I'm so hungry. For dick. Malcolm's so hungry. No, so hungry boy. <laughs> hungry for pussy. That honestly sounds worse. I'm hungry for dick. Put it back to that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, fuck. That's disgusting. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm hungry for dick. I don't know. I'd like, never <laughs> do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah, it's, a, it's one of those things where it's like, it, for whatever reason, it feels more crass when it's like, oh, hey, girl, uh, you, uh, I'm hungry. You want to get a meal? I'll be, you'll be my meal. I'm gonna eat that. Let me eat you one time, baby. No, one time. <laughs> one time this time. <laughs> no, don't put it in the fucking cha-cha. Not the cha-cha <laughs> I'm, slide. I'm ruining the the cha-cha slide. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's move on to the next item on the agenda. <laughs> Just, we're not going to address any of that conversation. Let's just move on. We love callbacks here on the Seinfuck podcast. Yeah, it's basically 90% of what we do. Yeah, we, even though we've declared early on that we're like, we're not going to do callbacks. Yeah, Immediately yeah we, we specifically callbacks. set out to never do callbacks. Malcolm said every time we do a callback, the next time he sees me in person, it's a nut shot. Yeah, let me replace. Listen, guys, let me replace you with AI. All right, I don't understand what the problem is. All right, you signed your voice. Sasha already tried to feed my voice into an AI, and all it came back with was sad <laughs> stories about me dislocating my jaw or drinking too much. So it's really accurate, but is it good? It was like complaining of dying of cancer one time, wasn't it? <laughs> no, I mean, meta joke aside, yes, there was a point where we, I was it on episode that we talked yeah. about that? Yeah, it must have been. Was it actually on episode? Okay, I can't remember it if it was just been. random, like, voyeuristic things Sasha sent me. Voyeuristic. Can you insert the AI uh, voice thing, uh, Sasha, if you get a chance? Just a little, little, little taste there. I mean, long. that might be a little much. I don't know how well, but Put if there is anyway. like an actual like AI voice of myself that you could get. 
Leute, ich bin so traurig, weil ich so einen großen Penis habe. Und warum kauft niemand mein Buch? It's such if you don't have it, you can just do a Robert impression and just use the Obama voice again. Embrace it, brother. I can't believe Obama actually pardoned Sasha from answering the mother-girlfriend swap question. Oh yeah, and manslaughter. That, I think that was a little more important. <laughs> What, the girlfriend question? I agree. I mean, but you never know <laughs> who's going to get pardoned next. Uh, I wanted to talk about this new Spy Kids movie. We're recording. As we as we always do, we're going to date the podcast immediately. We're recording this on the day that Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens has passed away. So, Paul Rubens is dead. A celebrity who once a blackout drunk woman compared me to at a stand-up. Did they? <laughs> she was no, she was a, like one of the actual crazies who'd go up on mic every night. And then I had the terrible misfortune of going up right after her. And then like I'm standing like off stage because it wasn't a very big stage because uh, it was one of like the back rooms. It, it wasn't definitely wasn't the main stage. Oh, yeah, you were doing uh, stand up in the back rooms. Yes, this was a this was a back room, <laughs> not the back. The, yeah, yeah, <laughs> to get to the show, you had, a, you had to complete the back rooms. And yes, then you, yes. And then the you the, the weird back. string monster, I had to fight it. Anyway, yeah. so the, I'm in the back room, uh, one of this comedy club, and there's a small stage. There's like maybe 40 people in the room. And she goes up, and she is one of the people who go up every single night. And I'm waiting off to the side of the stage to, to go off on and do my set and she's like one minute over two minutes over three minutes over this is like a four minute four or five minute open mic most people end early and she's just like up there for 10 fucking minutes do you remember any of the material it was not good it was really like she'd do the the mumbling thing where she'd kind of go off off mic for a little bit and then it would go she'd get back on then she'd not but as i'm waiting to go up on stage immediately after her she like eventually the the guy running the show just kind of grabs the mic from her and she sort of like acquiesces <laughs> But he hands the mic to me and still getting caught on the mic. It's not like it's a big room. People would have heard anyway. She's just like, oh, this guy looks like Pee Wee Herman. And I'm like, I don't look like Pee Wee Herman. And I'm thinking back on this now. Pee Wee, Pee Wee. no, the audience chanted Pee Wee at you and started throwing their fucking drinks at your feet. Yes, exactly. It's 100% happened. But it's, it, it, I just think about it now because I'm looking at people are posting all these pictures of him as a teenager. And I'm just like, oh, God, that looks like me. <laughs> it looks yeah. like me as a teenager. She just had some like past sight. She knew what Pee Herman looked like as a teen. So she knew what I looked like. No, someone just stretched Pee Wee in the Oblivion character creator slightly. It does look a lot like you if you do that. <laughs> just what the fuck, man? <laughs> I'm just saying. I just got a Halloween idea. That's all I got now. Oh, dude. That would be fun. Oh, 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 oh. I, I got it. I got it. We could all be Pee Wee's Playhouse. Robert can be Pee Wee. I'll be the talking chair. And Malcolm could be the popcorn he hides his dick in in the movie theater. <laughs> Listen, he got a lot of shit for jerking off in <laughs> an adult cinema. I, I don't get it. Like, I, that it was, was one a of those porn arrests. theater. It's not like he did it to the Lizzie McGuire movie or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. You're still right. not supposed to jerk off there. Well, why? What's the point of an adult cinema? Like, those you want those? Do you think floors? the people in the adult cinema are jerking off? I mean, for Christ's uh, sake. Yes. 
I want those boys to be sick in normal movies. Like people, I've been That's where you're supposed to do sitting it. down next to someone or a couple while they fuck. It's ridiculous. The idea is that you go there in like a trench coat at night, and you're like, <laughs> and you're like, and you're like, not sure if you're stepping on cum or gum. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it comes off your shoe. And, just and you same. know that there's like five or six guys around. And then you're like watching the movie. It's a communal. You know what happened to a communal experiences? All right. Like what happened to, <laughs> what happened to the Turkish We are really bath? losing out on the lack of third spaces in our society. There's no Parks, bond. Libraries, porno theaters are really missing out. Cultural this American experiment is really fucked up. And let's be real. It's probably, he was probably watching uh, gay porn. Um, I actually have no idea if he was straight or gay. That's actually funny. Well, quick, you know, Google it. They could be bi. Let's let's call him a bi king. Um, Pee Wee or Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman. Right up there with Freddie Mercury in the bi kings category. Yes, he was the last. He played the last surviving Habsburg in Third yeah, Rock. He played Mister Vargas in five episodes of The Blacklist on NBC. Yeah, that's it. Like The Blacklist ran for ten seasons, um, two hundred eighteen episodes. And I can tell you that I watched maybe five episodes when it came out yeah. and then never, and then I assumed it just ended. It's like NCIS. That show ha- has not ended. That show still is on the air. And <laughs> even like, would know I even feel like my grandmother, who's 80 years old, has aged out of the show. Like, I think she's like two years <laughs> You age out of the show? <laughs> Why can old people watch NCIS with such rapt attention? But I put on Star Trek and they're like, I'm bored. You know, like this is stuff that came out when you were a kid, grandma. And she's like, put on NCIS. Those grandmas are hot and horny for Mark Harmon. Do not talk about And my they can't like be that. hot and hor- <laughs> horny for fucking Neil or not Neil Patrick. I am Patrick Stewart. Patrick Jesus. <laughs> I mean, they can be hot and horny for Neil Patrick Harris if they want, but they're they're not fucking horny for Patrick Stewart or fucking Grandmas love the three different actors. They love Mark Harmon. They love Scott Bakula. I can't get over Picard in the Picard in the in the holodeck. Like, in, in the holodeck, yeah. Computer Pee Wee's Playhouse. Pee Wee Herman in a French maid outfit. The mailman has arrived. <laughs> I think you'll find the secret word of the day, Mr. Herman, is prostate stimulation. Cock and ball torture. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> God rest his soul. I'm sorry for making that joke. No, yeah. no, it's funny. No, I was gonna say we have. I was gonna go back to Spy uh, Kids. We were. We have. We yeah, were, I was about to bring it back. Yeah, there yeah. Well. We did bring up Spy Kids and then hundred like one eighty. I was gonna say that Robert got cast as Junie in the new Spy Kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, she says a twenty nine year old man. Yeah. <laughs> And that kid ended up marrying Megan uh, Trainer, the singer, which is crazy <laughs> as well. I'm so sorry. That's crazy. She has to listen, or he has to listen to her talk all the time. You ever heard Megan Trainer's voice? You know, I'm not Shut the fuck But they hired Zachary Levy for the new Spy Kids. Why couldn't they just do like Orlando Bloom or another like vaguely Hispanic actor? Yo, Orlando Bloom would have been pretty fire in the role. I bet he turned it down though because you know it's a Spy Kids movie. You know, guys, everyone loves Chuck. Remember Chuck? And then everyone boos him. (laughs) People loved Chuck. Don't you remember? Uh, Mitch Marner 
on the NHL Twitter today was seen hitting the gritty at his wedding, and I've never been more embarrassed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, just, That's, just you know what? If you're hitting the gritty at your wedding, you probably are too uh, young to get married. I think that's I, a I think that's yeah. a fair statement. Oh yeah, absolutely. If you're gritty at the wedding, and you're the groom. You know, the, you know. The, here's the thing. I I shit a lot on the fact that hockey players have no personalities, and Mitch Marner really doubled down on the fact that they don't. <laughs> Mitch Marner heard that and said, "All right, bet Malcolm, I'm gonna hit the gritty on the aisle." <laughs> yeah, no, I'm gonna be like, "What is this, 2018? Like, come on!" <laughs> so he's he's doing the gritty, and then he acts like his leg got hurt because it looks like you know that that setup for the stanky leg that they do. Yeah, 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 like, ow, ow, and then they start rotating the leg. But he, yeah. he doesn't do the stanky leg. He just goes back to hitting the gritty. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. It doesn't. But his wife tried to do the gritty in her dress. It was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. He's 26 and hitting the gritty. There's no hope. There's no hope whatsoever. Anyway, I don't trust people younger than, like, 25. Even then, it's iffy. If you can't remember 9-11, you're not a real person. <laughs> it's my rule. So, so, okay, so this guy hit the gritty. What was, how was that related to your segment? What? You had a segment, didn't you? Or was it just the hitting the gritty? I just wanted to talk about Mitch Marner hitting the gritty at his wedding and how embarrassing that is for the Toronto Maple Leafs. How old is his girlfriend? Or, oh, I guess his wife now. I assume same age, maybe a year or two younger. Same age plus, I'm going to say plus one. What's the over under on you guys, uh, older? I'm going to say she's probably like 22. 22? I think she's like maybe 24. She could be 24, she could be 27. It's really hard to say. She looks much older than him. Yeah, well, you know what it is? They all get married to the same woman, right? Like they all, all chance. Every, Are you saying that hockey is polyamorous? Basically. <laughs> like, have you not so seen... Funny. There's a lot of scandals. Have you not seen the fact that like every hockey player's first wife is like the same like basic blonde woman? No. Like yes. if you just like go and look at like like at hot, like if you look up like NHL players, it's like engagement or wedding while they're like playing. It's all the same fucking woman. They all look the same. They have the same like haircut. They all have the same smile. They're all like I hate to say it, it's like basic. Yeah, they're basic. Blonde. They're very basic. You know, like conventionally attractive women. <laughs> this is what you're saying. That's who you're putting on blast right now. <laughs> They look like they listen to country well, music. Well, I'm putting on black. They look very Aryan, all right? Like Very Aryan. Well, what's your NHL article, Malcolm? <laughs> so just well, it's interesting. This. So my thing is, is that apparently, I, I thought this was maybe what you were referring to, is mm. that there's an NHL player. His name is Alex Wenberg, and he's married to a basic blonde Yes, woman. the Kraken book talk. I've yes. been wanting to bring this up. That's yes. so funny. Let it, okay. Okay, hockey so talk. we're all right. It's not hockey. Okay, well. This is not really hockey. It is related to hockey. Tangentially. Tangentially. We're not out, but we, and we may have to be on book talk to promote our works at some point. Fuck that. <laughs> no, no, no! It's very important that we we get reviewed by a book talker who's read smut recently about like podcasters. Yeah, yeah so where someone fucks a bear or something. Go, okay, go on. You'll fuck the bear because you'll be like, uh, it's gonna be you trying to fight a bear, and then instead you fuck the bear. <laughs> and then we get into a loving, loving relationship, and we raise my my newest copy of the Bussy, the Bear, and Robear. <laughs> like the lion, the witch, and the rope wardrobe. The bussy. The I put on this robe and suddenly I'm somewhere else. I put on the robe and I'm all of a sudden I'm surrounded by bear dicks. Why don't you explain to Robert? 
so we can be on the same level. Here. Yeah, context to, for me and the listener if they're not a very big hockey person. So basically, book talk, there's like a series of like very popular romance novels set around like hockey and particularly like a hockey player and like a wife. And like book talk, like the romance community has like really latched onto this. And there's like one TikTok personality in particular, Kira Lewis. And she is, you know, one of the top creators in the space. And so she had been like making these like comments and like posts, you know, essentially like sexualizing players, in particular, like naming players. Like she and like she's just like, oh, look, this guy's hot. Like that's what like a lot of these go down to. And I guess like at some point, the social media team for the Seattle Kraken looking for like more exposure and more marketing realized like, oh. They're kind of talking about players. They're talking about Seattle Kraken players. And they teamed up with her to basically like do this kind of cross promotion, basically getting (laughs) Seattle Kraken's like TikTok following bigger. And she like, you know, in turn, like helped, you know, kind of promote the team. They were doing like sponsored, I guess, posts where she was like, basically, there's a thing called uh, face casting, which is basically like when like with especially with erotic or like romance novels, people will put like celebrities, like faces to the parts. It's kind of, you know, like, you know, and it goes beyond just like, is it just like, like people just like editing like a celebrity's face on like an existing, like porn of something or a kind of, there's like a little bit of like, they'll replace the, the cover models face with like the actor or the athlete or whatever. Just imagine the line being read by a man and the guy's face being used in place (laughs) of the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and like, or they'll do like the thing where they're like, oh, you know, this, you know, this, this is the story of like Blaze Johnson, and he's, you know, he plays for the Seattle, you know, like Thundercocks or whatever. There's literally like a, a Marchand uh, stand in in one of those lines. It's just like when Marchand's on the ice, no one's safe. And I was just like, ain't no way. Ain't no fucking way. Yeah, so like, so, so, like, so what does this culminate into? So what happened was, that um, as this has like kind of been building, they like Seattle Kraken at one point flew out Kira Lewis to a game and they gave her a jersey and they were, you know, they were sharing like she was there on social media. She was like sort of like a featured celebrity. And I guess she made a TikTok at some point in which she like went and like really thirsted on a player named Alex Wenberg. He's a Swedish oh, player. it was bad. Sexually yeah. harassed him? Or? Yes. Well, this, it, it's basically like if you swap the gender roles, this woman would be it in would prison. It would be like, yeah, people regard it as disgusting. It would be disgusting. It, it is kind it of is disgusting. It is disgusting, but obviously people's acceptance of it changes a lot with gender. I yeah. excuse it because I'm a very horny man and don't get that attention myself. <laughs> you haven't had your ass slapped and, and called it firm. No, I haven't had my boy holes stretched in a long time. <laughs> yeah, you go you go on grinder and you're like, oh, it matches. And oh, <laughs> baby needs to looking for stretch. So you, can you imagine just like looking for someone to play the role of Marshand? <laughs> okay. So talk oh. more. So what? So this this girl sexually harassed this player. What happened? <laughs> I'm yeah. not comfortable with this. this. The details are getting a little. <laughs> so there's this, just one of my favorite lines in there is like, you see the comments on these TikToks because uh, I, I have the the thread that uh, Wenber's wife posted. Uh, not really thread, but the two pictures with like a small. Oh, the guy is married. That's much worse. Pages. Yeah, the, the whole thing is that he's 
married to this woman who found out about these very public thirstings yeah. sponsored by the Seattle crack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the the thing is is this woman the the wife his wife has been getting upset because there's a lot of like um horny women who are like into book talk and like erotic novels who yeah have been like thir- like actively thirsting after her celebrity husband. And I want to make that clear. There's this like idea with like especially hockey players because hockey players as I said earlier and and previous podcasts are inherently boring people that they like for some reason think that because they make millions of dollars and they play in front of like 20,000 fans per game that they're not celebrities. Cause they're like, well, I'm a hockey player. I, I don't, I don't speak to the media. I just, I'm, I'm just on the ice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on the ice. you know, and it's just like, fuck man. No, you're, you're not, you're a fucking celebrity. Like you, you are a public facing person. As long as you're in the league, you're, you're essentially a public facing person. In fact, even if you leave the league, there's a chance that you're still until like, you know, a few years down the line, Still, kind of, you know, in that consciousness, you have to be like a lot of this because it's this isn't basketball money a lot of the time. So I feel like hockey players are coached to be like, don't do anything to destroy your public image and don't insult the league. That's the thing. So, so he, like Alex Wenberg, at one point was like, oh, hey, I like I've been trained like media trained my whole career. I've been taught to bite my tongue and leave it to instead of making a statement. But like, you know, this has gone too far, which has only inflamed everyone. Like, which has only made things worse. Uh, but here's the thing: it's worse in the sense that now there's more attention to it. Like, I didn't even know that this was happening until yesterday, in which I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" Like, I had no idea. And it was not until like essentially his wife and him made comments. Like, if he had just never said anything, or her and his wife had never like made a comment about it i don't think i think this kind of just goes away but because now there's attention to it it all of a sudden becomes this thing and the thing is the nhl needs this the nhl is losing like viewership they're losing you know people viewership yeah they're 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 (laughs) losing to the mls which is not good you know so it's like actually you know what the nhl needs to be going on and being like we need more book time like we need more. I know that's not we popular. Need, we need more steer in here. We need hornier women now. Prep those holes, ladies. These what? hockey players are ready to bow. The thing is, is that there's also the same kind of thirsty like stuff about like basketball players, right? Absolutely. But the thing is, is all the basketball players just embrace it. They're like, you know what? Yeah, I'll be a sex symbol. Like that's the thing. That's right. I do something. Dick. You know, it's like Alex Weinberg. It's like, hey man, listen, I you're tw- you know you're 28. You mar- you're you got married probably young. You're, you know, you're in the midst of your first marriage. <laughs> first marriage. I hate the way you, know. you said that. In the midst of your first marriage, we know Malcolm's opinions on love. <laughs> they all got married to their high school sweethearts, and all of their high school sweethearts look the same. They do because they all because they all grow up in usually small town Canada or Sweden or the U.S. And or Salt Lake City. You know, yeah, Salt yeah, Lake City. Yeah, they're very blonde. They're very, I'm sure they're very sweet people, but at the same time, they're probably not very smart. Their either. favorite song is My Church by Taylor Swift, you know, like that kind of woman. Yeah, exactly. They're just like, you know, or they're like, listen, I don't understand why uh, people don't like Morgan Whalen. Like, you know, <laughs> my niece is all about Morgan Whalen, and I don't he, get it. They just had a, a show here in Phoenix, and I $600 like, a ticket. I met some some people. I, I kind of had a night where I went out and I met some people uh, who went to the show, and they're just like, oh, I love Morgan Whalen. I'm like, okay. 
Why do you like it? <laughs> <laughs> he caught him on the fainting couch. Did you have another Garth Brooks night? Like, what, what, is that what no, happened? No, I did not. I I just I just came home like very drunk. I didn't I didn't hook up with anybody. Well, I'm glad to hear no one's mother was uh, sacrificed <laughs> to the altar of Delilah. I got kicked out of a bar. That's about as much as happened. <laughs> oh, nice. a Morgan Whalen kind of net. But yeah, I was just gonna say like, yeah, I feel bad for Winberg in terms of like not wanting that attention, but I think it's ultimately a good thing for the NHL that there's like communities that are not normally like hockey fans wanting like, like having like this kind of like, I'm not even sure if chaos is the right word, but it's the right word. Controversy. Like just, it's chaotic enough. And here's the other thing too, is that there's a line in one of these book talks where I believe the woman is asking the hockey player to quote score in all three of her holes. Oh, yeah, yeah the score in all three of my holes took me out. That's the name of a book? No, that's just a comment of a, th- of a horny woman. Okay, so, so why is this a book talk? Where do books come in? <laughs> they're Yeah, they're about, like, uh, erotic novels. Erotic right? like, hockey novels. They're, ho- they're erotic oh, hockey novels. Someone like, out there is making a living writing, just writing erotic novels featuring hockey players. And you're yeah. wasting your time with very insightful and thoughtful short horrors. That's I'm right. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yeah, you look, look, that's the thing. There is it a market. Who's that writer that you plugged on this show that one time, Malcolm? The guy that's just like, uh, the, the even pastors eat pussy or something like that. Oh, Quan Mills. Quan yeah, Quan Mills. Mills. Yeah, 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 you yeah, just yeah. you Robert, under- You could be the white Quan Mills. Yeah. <laughs> no, the white Quan Mills exists, and I'm, th- I'm trying to think of what his name is. Yeah, and his name is Robert Delilah. His name, <laughs> Robert <laughs> Delilah. Yeah, you could be like, the I have a friend. Uh, I have a writer friend. His name Andrew. Uh, great guy, yeah, but he's also like one of the people who's like has been working on a novel for like 20 years, and you'll never finish it. Same brother. Same brother. Uh, but yeah, that's one of those things where like he did that for like a number of years when he was living in England because he's an English guy. Uh, uh, but he was living in England, and that's basically all he did was that he wrote like he he email publishing companies or he he write to publishing. Companies. It was a little before email was kind of like overtaken everything but he'd write publishing companies and just like hey i'm interested in writing a novel for your for your you know publication where do i start and they would just send him a format like a cut and paste sort of and then there's like he's left to fill in the blanks and he made decent money doing that i never do it but you know as long as some i mean at this point i can't even blame him for like writing something he's actually passionate about for the last 20 years yeah like here's the thing you know you got to supplement the income I'm somewhere, you know, just become, you know, like, um, you know, Robbie Thundercock. And then you write like uh, stories about like, um, you know, the Seattle suck guys or whatever. Oh, <laughs> the, the, you mean the Seattle suck guys? No, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. bad, bad boy, Malcolm. You got a head start on us, don't you? <laughs> He's got yeah. the material. I'm writing it all gay, straight, lesbian. Um what what's the name of your first novel? You gotta tell me. Uh it's uh it, Calgary Gaze. <laughs> no. <Why not>? uh, <laughs> slippery oh. like ice. Ooh. Yeah, that's your that you know what you can have that. That's <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> it's just ice ero- erotic role playing hockey. <laughs> The Vancouver Van Cucks. The Van Cucks. <laughs> <Vancouver. laughs> 
Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. I was gonna say mine was called uh, uh, the New York Bangers. Uh, oh. Mm-hmm. We are so fucking stupid, boys. We are Let's straight go. in the bear. <laughs> Uh, you can't do one with the coyote, so it's impossible. Well, Chicago's easy. Chicago's a gimme. Yeah. What, the, the Chicago Bears? No. no. The Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, well, they can be bears and Blackhawks as well. <laughs> I, love that, I love it. It's like for a football one, you just don't even need to change it. <laughs> oh, it's the Chicago <laughs> Bears. Um, we'll get sued out to ass, but. Yeah, it's like, and, but they're doing the Super Bowl shovel, but it like just keeps cutting to just <laughs> like. Just you. cutting to gay sex. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to scratch this off as well. The improv for gay hockey names. That was on the list. <laughs> Here's my next improv skit. Uh, I'm going to pretend I'm not gay. <laughs> Hello, Robert. How are you? I'm doing great. I am not a homosexual. <laughs> I don't like dick in my ass. Of course not. Niles. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, gay Frazier. Incredible. <laughs> so Frazier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, there's like, super, I'm just looking up the Super Bowl shovel. Where like, there's a, song, a verse by uh, a guy named Walter uh, Payton. He goes like, well, they call me Switness, and I like to dance. Running the ball is like making romance. We've had Whoa. the goals since training camp to give Chicago a Super Bowl champ. Uh, <laughs> I don't fuck men. I don't fuck men. I don't really fuck men. <laughs> and we're not doing this because we're greedy. The Bears are doing it to feed the needy. <laughs> All right, check this out. I got a real segment, though. Do you do? A real, a real genuine segment here. A genuine oh, yeah. segment. Needless to say, I empathize yeah. with uh, Alex Wenberg. Oh, of course, but I of also, um, uh, you know, I just want to put that out there. But I also want to say that, like the NHL, this is a great opportunity, and you it's need to. Yeah, if someone could, in Wenberg circle, forward this to Wenberg. Wenberg, if your wife is threatening physical harm on you, if you didn't come <laughs> out and say that, I want you to blink twice in the next interview you do, very opaquely, <laughs> maybe like, with one like, eye. Three sets of blinking twice. Let's let's call it that. I, I want you to say sign and then cough. So we know it's you. Harvish's <laughs> eyes are glued to the TV. He's going to do it, guys. I swear. <laughs> yeah, watch. He's going to do it. What if he does? You would shit yourself. No, I genuinely would. I'd be like, oh, okay, yourself. I got to call the authorities. <laughs> to make sure this guy is okay and the gets a spot on the pod. Get, just the publicity that we would get. Arizona podcast saves Winberg <laughs> <laughs> from domestic violence. So uh, the segment is a simple question. We're going to answer one by one. Okay. What is your most impulsive purchase, Malcolm? Ooh, that's a good question. You know what? Actually, um, I feel like a lot of times it's like clothes. Like I'll buy like a jacket that's like maybe a little too expensive for what I should be buying. Mm-hmm. But I'll be honest, the, the re- most recent purchase I made for myself that was a little more impulsive, like I didn't like think about it that much, was that I bought myself an e-scooter. Uh, an e-scooter, nice. Yeah. Were you trying to beat the I'm straight allegations? <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure you don't knock anyone off of False Creek. <laughs> Just like you're whipping through. Yeah, yeah, no. Make sure you don't accidentally drive off a cliff. <laughs> yeah, well, I want to go out the way that the, uh, Sega, the Segway guy the yeah. Segway guy went it's out. Getting your brakes cut by a guy who wants to inherit your money? <laughs> well, that's not the official story, Robert. And I think we can all talk about that when we're all a little bit more mature. 
The original, yeah, the official story is that he was off-roading with his Segway, and then, and then he fell off a cliff. <laughs> there was an incident. Yeah, he was. Some, he was some inconclusive was, evidence. Of, he was of Paul Blarding it. He was Paul Blarding. He was Blarding, brother. You're looking for Colonel Kurtz, more like Colonel fucking. Cut Robert babbling from other parts of this podcast in, into that part to make just one long no, babbling session that is interrupted by me and Malcolm. And we'll, and we'll just put this part in at the end. Just uh, start going, mm-hmm, Malcolm, ready to come. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see. Fuck you. Fuck you. Anyway, yeah, he goes flying lead. off the cliff like General Lee. He goes at the horn. <laughs> <laughs> then, like, like the end of uh, the other guy, or not like the beginning of the other guys with the rock and Samuel Jackson flying off the roof. It's like, there yeah. goes my hero. Watch him as he goes. <laughs> but that's just me falling off a cliff or me on a Yeah, scooter. you falling like yeah. into False Creek and like colliding <laughs> your head against like a boat. The dirty water, just dirty water. <laughs> dirty water. There's a seal there that keeps stealing fish or something. How did you go about purchasing protective gear to ride the e-scooter with surely you're not just out there without a helmet and pads i, I do have a helmet i don't have any pads Dork. um Sorry. Malcolm, you should already have knee pads i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I'm you're so a carpenter caught. after all <laughs> <laughs> yeah well I, you know I, i'm trying to beat the alley um, <laughs> you know, tough allegations man <laughs> They keep saying saying that they see like women like leave it like and enter my apartment, um, <laughs> and, I, and then um, I feel they look very satisfied. They only right? believe that's my mother for so long. They all have a frown. <laughs> they all have a. Frown. It was just like a really low stakes like like TMZ in Vancouver, <laughs> just like random minor celebrities. Extra, extra. There's another one, Marcus. Another one leaving with a Tim Hortons gift bag. <laughs> All right. Robert, what was your most impulsive purchase? My most, I should have probably thought more about this. I'd probably say like antique books. (laughs) How many copies of Lord of the Rings do you own? Uh, Two. Two separate three book copies, but that's not the one I'm talking about. (laughs) What? The the, the, the fucking new cover that came out in 2019 was really cool. Oh my. God. Yeah, I'm a nerd. Fuck what you. is the antique book you purchased? And was it from Barnes and Nobles? That's not really antique. It's just ornate. No, no, it was it was ordered is my antique copy of Don Quixote. OK, well, I guess if that's a that's a good one to, to have. But it does kind of. <laughs> it's just, I, I, I guess like are, is this like Internet purchases or would you prefer like in person? Just, because I bought purchases. a hat in Laguna Beach and I've never worn that. <laughs> That sounds pretty much more impulsive than an antique book you treasured. Yeah, I just I'm also broke. (laughs) (laughs) Which so which book did you buy? You buy like Don Quixote by Cervantes. It was like a copy from like the 1910s. That's not very. uh, I mean, there's older copies of Don Quixote. Of course. Yeah, it was written in the 1600s. Of course, they're older copies. They just don't like sell them to people. Like, I don't have the proper, like, inv- I, this is this is getting off topic. No, it's not off topic. This is completely on topic. How many other uh, antique books do you own? <laughs> I've got some in storage. Uh... <laughs> You're in storage? Oh, my God. You, what a dork. You don't, you don't keep them in your closet? 
<laughs> I don't have a lot of space where I live right yeah, now. I wouldn't have a lot of space if I was trying to live there too. <laughs> what does that imply? I don't even know what that means. Um, Do you think what? this is like a House of Gort situation where I've just got living furniture? <laughs> no, it's a Pee Wee's Playhouse situation where you have living furniture. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I remember watching Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I never watched the show when it was on. I think that's probably the most watched movie while on marijuana. Like, oh, I bought an annotated copy of American Gods by Neil Gaiman. That's actually probably my most impulsive buy. That nice. shit was not cheap. <laughs> What's the most expensive piece of clothing that you ever bought? But it's not like a suit, like something that you're like, mm. I bought. Like, have you ever bought a like two, like a five hundred dollar like shirt or something? No, fuck no. that shit. I've never. I don't believe in high fashion. I don't got that money. Uh, I bought. Um, fuck. I mean, that's the thing. I also buy a lot of my clothing secondhand. This is just making me sound pathetic. Um, <laughs> not there's there's anything wrong with buying secondhand. You get a lot of good stuff that obviously you're not paying full price for. But it's bad when most of your clothes, besides like the Kirkland T-shirts you buy in bulk, it's bad when most when it's like that. Robert, listen in my in my circles, that's called um, vintage shopping. All right. Uh, okay, I think my most expensive piece of clothing was probably a jacket. Half of it was covered by a gift card. Oh it was God. like a $400 jacket that you... I got $200 covered for because it was my, uh, like, my, because you my... had a coupon. It wasn't a coupon. I'm going to wear That's not a fucking impulsive purchase. I'm starting to think you're a very thrifty person. I fucking am. I don't spend money I don't have. What about you, uh, Harper? Have you bought any shirts? Yeah, this got to be like building up to something. Oh, I once bought a, a watch in Hungary. Anyway. What do you mean you bought a watch in Hungary? From Hungary, not in Hungary. But oh, it was, I was so excited there for a second that you had a I was story. Just like, this segment saved. No, no, no. It was a, it was a vintage Soviet raketa. Oh, which is like a 24 hour dial face. And it was they were basically there was warehouse in Hungary and they were getting rid of vintage watches. And I got a full gold band Casio and that. And it was nice. Was, Can you sing the entirety of Katusha? No, I cannot. Well, I'm going to have to ask you for that watch because you're a poser. Yeah, the watch <laughs> broke like two years ago. Well, I'll, I'll still Did you get it fixed? No, I have the pieces. I do. I should get it fixed. It's a really unique watch. Yeah. I just looked up a picture. It's fair. You've got the um, piece. Yeah, my most impulsive purchase is probably a small library of Western erotic games on Steam. I will not tell you the account name, but uh, it is rather expensive and expansive, much like the women after the, the women uh, in it games are played. Yeah, the women in it. That's much funnier. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, you, you don't have to be a looker in the, to be a prostitute in the, that wild west. Movies and uh -huh. TV aren't, aren't exactly uh, no, applicable. <laughs> my actual most impulsive purchase is probably probably this leather jacket I got at the Macy's in New York just to say that I got something there. I thought it looked so cool. And uh, I didn't like look in a mirror. I think I must not have when I had it on because it's like a, a fake uh, sweatshirt underneath that zips on the leather jacket. You know what I mean? Does it look like it would go well with a fedora? Yeah, yeah, it would. Oh, buddy. And I don't fit in it no more on account of me being a fat bastard. So I, I got this leather jacket hanging up perpetually in a closet 
perfectly good leather jacket and uh i've worn it like three times you also live in like the hottest state yep. in the u.s <laughs> i tell you what i got at the macy's in new york the sweet leather jacket hell yeah well i gotta tell you it is not the move <laughs> i mean i own a leather jacket but it was just my dad's from the 80s so it's got shoulder pads so that's actually cool like that's a cool move to be it's like cool i have this jacket that's a cool like 80 like a, a leather jacket from the 80s cool i feel like buying a new leather jacket isn't cool mm. i did have a girl once that i was i saw for a little bit and she was super insistent on me and she's like hey malcolm you gotta you gotta buy a leather jacket i was like why are you obsessed with <laughs> buying a leather jacket like <laughs> malcolm you gotta be a leather boy for me you'd look so tops in that leather jacket <laughs> <laughs> hey daddy oh <laughs> hey daddy yeah she and then you she wanted so me to cool. have that that like pompadour hairstyle it was that like, would crazy. be on you malcolm that would look insane and <laughs> I would, people would assume that, I mean, people would assume that i was going to like an anime convention like, you, you might was. as well just wear a pin on your shirt that says men's rights activists <laughs> malcolm you'd have to switch the contacts if you started wearing a pompadour because a pompadour with glasses just don't jive does it okay malcolm usually wears contacts yeah, I do wear contacts. You do? Yeah, I usually wear contacts. I've never seen Malcolm without glasses on. <laughs> That's fair. I on like on the computer, I use uh, like my my glasses. I've got the little readers. The fill, yeah, yeah, the, the, the blue, the blue, the blue light, light readers, fill, yeah. filter, which may or may not work, but I think it works. <laughs> I believe in it. It's a reason I used to never wear contacts, and then I started wearing contacts because I did a show once like early on when I was like uh, performing and I broke my glasses on stage and I was oh. really fucked because oh, I was no. like 15 minutes into an hour and a half show. <laughs> I was like, Oh no. <laughs> You're just stumbling through the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, Oh shit. And luckily the, the, the company that I was working at paid for new glasses. But after that I was like, Oh, I have to just start wearing contacts and then kind of haven't gone back. But, I'm going to get you colored contacts, Malcolm. Where are the colored contacts like that one TikTok guy who just scares people accidentally? <laughs> that is the funniest <laughs> fucking video. There's no such thing as the coincidence. And a woman walks out, she's like, oh, I'm she's sorry. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 he fucking so screams. He's, he's a freaky looking guy. <laughs> he looks like a JoJo character on purpose. It's yeah. really funny. He, he um, does, yeah. Oh, fuck. The, you, you bring up some good points. Sorry, Malcolm. I just have to acknowledge this, and we have to talk about it for at least eight minutes here. Um, <laughs> I still haven't read a response on the autofill. On the what? On the autofill. Autofillatio. Wow, okay. That, whatever you get up to is your business. <laughs> well, Robert, it's my people, and whatever you do on the other side of the wall is your business. Well, that's why they call me the bull. That's why they call you ribless Delilah. I had to describe to someone recently in person what a bull was in context <laughs> yeah, your mom must have been shocked it's your wife's boyfriend is, is just you can just distill it down to that wait who's ex-boyfriend no it says your wife's boyfriend you could just distill it down <laughs> yeah. to that yeah i was like you know like it was like yeah if you were the cuck then i'm the bull and then he goes what's that and i'm like oh my god <laughs> oh fuck now this joke isn't funny because i have to explain it this is not a joke. This is just, this is a story. This is just something that happened in my life. I, I know. I, I I know. Guys, I had a lot of trauma. What okay. does that mean? So when my when my <laughs> wife's friend Daniel brings me new Switch games, she's doing what with him? <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, yeah. We this we have so to, we... a guy who's getting cucked, and he doesn't know he's getting cucked. He just thinks he's a really cool friend who buys him video games. 
Yeah, he even takes my girlfriend and distracts her while I get to crack into it because she never lets me play. Yeah, God, I hate my wife. Good thing I have my friend Jeremy here who, you know, he runs defense or he runs interference while I get some some game time. (laughs) So we haven't talked about this. Uh, The government has been in, in hearings with a whistleblower who... Claims that we've recovered. Oh, yeah, we're getting to the aliens thing. Yeah. Yes, Robert, we're getting to the aliens. You seem like so disappointed by the aliens. You're just like, no, I'm just aliens. He's probably sick to death of talking about it, but I would like to. I am a little bit, but it's not a big deal. (laughs) Wait, have you been talking about it a lot? Is that what's going on? Yeah, Robert Robert hangs out with the the kind of crowd that would be talking about aliens a lot. Yeah. Are you guys (laughs) all like, hey, we're going to drive over to uh, Roswell soon and just hang out, just check out Roswell at this time of year? The question is. What, okay. what kind of aliens did they discover? A lot of naysayers are saying that they may have recovered non-human organics, but that they could be from Earth and non-human, which is sort of like a weird mole people. Yeah, mole people, hollow Earth kind of shit. Uh, I think that it's a very funny scenario because, uh, well, first of all, the, the hollow Earth thing is something that's been like as old as time itself. Like as long as there's been recorded history, there's been people who are like, "Oh, well, the Earth is the Earth is completely hollow." And I wanted to get your guys' opinion, right? Because they're, according to New Age uh, believers in the species, it's a different subset of species. There's all kinds of aliens. This could be. It could be Arcturians from Arcturus, of course. They're they're like gray aliens, except they're blue and very nice, not like the grays who are gray and very mean. Do you follow? Or Tralfamadorians from Slaughterhouse-Five. That's very funny, Robert. I'm being serious here. <laughs> I like... It could be the Pleiadians, who are, who are just space Aryans. Yeah, from supposedly from the constellation, or the stars of Pleiades. Yes, I get it. I don't even understand what's happening. Like, I'm going to be, like, completely honest. I've said that multiple times. Well, I was about to ask you. Well, you're not, you're already not a fantasy guy. Something tells me you're also not a sci-fi guy, and aliens don't concern you in your day-to-day whatsoever. I, I like, like, I like the idea of aliens maybe more in, like, a horror context. Like, my thing is, is I think the terrifying thing is, like, that they're most likely, like, any sort of, like, alien species that could have made it to Earth. I feel like it's going to be almost like a gelatinous, like jellyfish substance. Like it's not like, it's not going to be humanoid on any level. It's going to be like just something else. It's going to be something like you would find like deep down at like the bottom of the ocean. What if they're octopuses? Octopi. And they could be. Octopus. What if like an octopus got set into space accidentally for whatever reason, who knows? Mm -hmm. And then the the NASA's just like, it's not human. (laughs) (laughs) i <laughs> know <laughs> it's it's not it's not nasa it's like yeah the, nasa set it up and then it's or no it's like some other space program like the chinese space program or the russian space program and then nasa just identifies it as like that's not human it's the fucking the dog that the cosmonauts sent up there oh no like no yeah like everyone knows about that because of the uh because of the marvel and space dandy inclusion What's her name in the Guardians of the Galaxy? It's like Cosmo or Comet or something like that. Oh, yeah. Cosmo the dog. He's, you know, speaks with a Russian accent. It's a, like a one-to-one thing. It's like a, another tribute to the kindness of Russians, that story. At least they euthanized it, like, in the air. It's not like they just let it starve to death in space. So my bet for funny aliens 
to have been the non-humanoid pilot of these uh these saucer cubes that people keep describing is uh the egyptians like space egyptians oh yeah yeah the guy with the giant heads the thing that the headdresses are supposed to be like uh fashioned after um do we have anything in the form I yes, feel like let, me, we can, let me read a response we can save this with the form and then move on okay so this is a response from a listener by the name of sean holly h-o-l-i and sean spelled not like s-e-a-n not like some of the weird ways i've seen it well, you want to give us his address too? Holy moly. Just get on with the question. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just going to make a little tangent about how some people spell Sean weird. Sorry. Yes, I might fall asleep. Fuck you. Okay. So <laughs> the song recommendation they have is Marlon Brando by Alex Cameron. Nice. And their question is this. Is it just me or does Robert have the vibe of an elven femboy? I know he loves fantasy, and it's my fantasy to see him this way. If Robert is an elven fanboy in my fantasy, what are Harper and Malcolm? Uh, are they elven fem men or elven fem bears? I don't think they're either. I think they're the orcs that are spit roasting me. <laughs> Very sexy. Very sexy. Well, Robert's um, read enough erotica to know that there can't be elf on elf sexuality. It has to be orc on elf or else it's not a power play i think malcolm and i are probably better cast as hobbits for several reasons one being that we both have disproportionate portions in our body parts and because uh i have no off ramp hola hermosa dama quieres improvisar una escena conmigo seré un hombre que quiere tu taco